Welcome to Unconditionally Unfiltered. And we have a hot topic today. We are going to be talking about some plant like medicine. Like the store in the mall. That's what? What, that's what we're going to be talking about. A store in the mall? A store. Hot topic. Oh, wow. Dad joke. I was just going to say, that is a dad joke if I've ever heard it. Except... R.I.P. Hot Topic. Hot Maybe dad, they're still because in you business. know what Hot Topic is. They are. I saw a sign for them the other day, and I was, it said, like, everything is buy one, get one half off. And I was like, oh, they're finally going out of business. Maybe not. Maybe not. Anyway, sorry. It really is a great topic. We're not sorry. I'm not. I'm, this is very good. Don't apologize. This is very good content. Okay. <laughs> All right. I okay. kind of interrupted you as you said it, so just repeat it. Yeah, I was on a roll. Yeah. So this is a topic that's very close to our hearts and we've waited to share this just because it is a little more controversial just because I th- I feel like people um, don't fully understand because we can say that because we did also didn't understand even six months ago. So yeah, we're Fair. excited to share experience. Um, like I said, when I refer to plant medicine, that can be a million different things. So we're going to be talking about mushrooms today and our experience with psilocybin. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think plant medicine is organic. I mean, I think that's that's more or less what we're saying. It's, it's not like earth. synthetic. It's not created by man. It's not addictive. Yeah. And yeah, I think. And our, our beliefs are that it's a tool. How we were raised was... And... I wouldn't even say Not, there are ways. I yeah, would say how the whole world, the culture. how the whole world sees. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, my parents never told me this. So <laughs> I think definitely more. I would say a world, I would say, yeah, a cultural worldview of. Well, it's like the hippies, right? The 70s doing oh, yeah. mushrooms and Or like psychedelic partiers. I mean, when I hear yeah. mushrooms, I'm like, oh my gosh, like you see stuff on TV and it's scary. Even when we like left the church, whatever we want to call it. In December, I was at a Christmas party. You were out of town. And one of my buddies said that he had done mushrooms twice. And I was like, oh, man, that is like so hard. I'm never going to do that. That's like <laughs> that's like a hard drug, right? Like that was that was my thinking. Yeah, that's our perception. Yeah. And I don't know what opened my... I mean, probably you. You kind of opened my heart up, I guess, to everything. Oh, she's doing a little angel pose. <laughs> Slap that off your face. Um, You're welcome for expanding your views. That's why you married me. That's why you were told to marry me. Oh, I'll tell you why I married you later in this episode. Oh, okay. So, (laughs) um, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's just been the perception. And I'm sure there's some listeners right now who have never done mushrooms. Some of my most, like, open-minded friends who aren't LDS, even that feels, like, very... And that's fine. Still like hard to them. Yeah, you know? and that's fine. Like we a hard on, drug. We honor everyone where they're at and we just ask you to stay super open-minded and be willing. You don't have to change your beliefs. You don't have to do this. You don't have to um, like work with or journey with plant medicine, but stay open-minded and listen to our experiences because I feel like there's a lot of value and growth in our experiences and I feel like it really boils down to intentions because obviously yeah. you can go use mushrooms and go party or whatever you see on the TV, but as we know, what we see on TV is not reality Almost 99% of the time. We well, and I think also... that's it, right? It's like, it's for sure your intentions. Yeah. Because if you want to get high on mushrooms, there's plenty of people who have done that. And... Or be at party with mushrooms or... Yeah. They're 
using them as a tool. And I think, you know, this kind of goes into like the shaman and the grower. It is like an organic being and it absorbs energy like every organic thing does. And so if the grower is growing these to make a profit and to help people party and, you know, that's, that's probably what's going to come from that organic being. Um, And the same on the other side, if it's a shaman and there's, like we talked about with ayahuasca, the person preparing it was, you know, prayers and singing to it and nurturing it and giving it love. There's so much love and intention that goes into these. They're literally created for healing purposes. And like, if you guys even saw and understood the process, the process, it's so beautiful. And there's so, so, so much intention and hours and hours that go into putting love and healing and light and just the good vibes into this process. So just wanted to start with that because I feel like when you hear the word mushrooms and I still feel, I still hear that from people and it's, it's still, you kind of still feel like, you know, but we've had quite the opposite experience of what we were, what we, what our perception was before. And not to like, sorry, I don't want to get, I don't want to get off, get you off your, your groove here. When when I hear it now, when someone tells me they've done it, it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, tell me about like all of the healing and the things that were coming up. Yeah, your experiences. You know? Yeah, because we so, understand now. Yeah, and so I think once again intention. So sorry, keep going. Um, yeah. So I guess I'll talk about my first experience. So I've had a handful of experiences, and very recent. I would say in the last five months. Yeah. Maybe your even a first one was probably three months ago. No, because I got sunburnt. Remember. I got sunburn outside. Three months ago, up north was not hot outside. Anyways, timelines don't matter. You could look at the calendar later. Timelines don't matter. (laughs) So my first experience was with a shaman, and that was very important to me. I wanted to have someone there guiding me through the journey, and as things come up, I wanted to be able to talk through them with with the shaman. Um, And so that's how I had my first experience. Um, And Sandra got to kind of like hear and see and I feel like, don't you feel like that, I mean, you were a little more comfortable after seeing me go through the process. Yeah. And I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't uncomfortable about her doing it either. I just wasn't ready. Yeah, for sure. Personally. And and yeah, I think that's, I think that's a good way to say it. I mean, it was inspiring to hear like the healing and the things that came up and it reminded me of ayahuasca and you obviously telling me it wasn't like as intense yeah. as that. Um, yeah, it's just a different, it's a different kind of medicine. And my first experience was super beautiful and it was literally just the funny thing is now that I'm thinking about it, it was all about freedom. Just reminded me that like, I need to be free and I need to be free and flexible and like have freedom and keep a nanny, keep doing my business. I I have because that allows me freedom and just to keep moving towards things that offer freedom and the funny thing at that time is our house kept coming up because I felt like the house was holding me back from like the freedom that I wanted so like that's what came up which is funny so um and I think another thing I want to know is the really cool thing about after we have experienced plant medicine and and now that we have had a lot of spiritual experiences outside of plant medicine you can literally get to the level of plant medicine just by breathing like shamanic breathing 
or several other ways. Float like tank. Float tank. Has been one for me. Hypnosis. Um, if you do hypnotherapy, meditation. meditation. I mean, you can get to these same levels where you're seeing sacred geometry or having these very profound spiritual experiences. You just have to trust yourself. Everyone can do it. It's inside of all of us. And it's easier said than done because I have a hard time surrendering, like a very hard time surrendering. So I get the, I get that, but I wanted to throw that out there. Um, we like to use these as tools. They're not something to rely on for spiritual experiences, but they're awesome tools to kind of help you be become enlightened. Yeah. So Jalen, I mean, you've done them five times now. Yeah, I've had five journeys. Um, I've done four. My first journey was, it was unreal. It was incredible. That was um, probably your most profound, huh? Like your first? Yeah, first or second. They were both just... The first one made the second, I mean, made, honestly, pretty life-changing for me. So, yeah, I I was just out, like, I kind of, like, broke away from the group um, when we did it and was just, like, sitting by a fireplace and uh, someone came out and was just, like, the happiest, like, person I have, like, ever seen. Like, soul, like... <laughs> She was just like laughing like so hard and it was, I don't know. It was just like, and then I was laughing. So it was like a pretty cool, just like happy exchange. And then we just started like talking and it was just awesome for both of us to like hear what the other person was saying and then help each other just like process through it. And she was able to help me a lot and I was able to help her with some, some cool unlocks. And then she she came with two other friends and they ended up coming out a little bit later and that was just like one of like the most powerful experiences for me i was still very like self-conscious and just not really stepping into my masculine i knew things were missing and i don't i don't even know if we've talked about a we lot of it. this stuff i've talked to yeah different different like things I think, I'm sharing. I think we should do an episode on like the masculine versus the feminine because I feel like there's also a misconception about what that is and what that yeah. looks like so and don't go too in deep into that okay I won't I won't I I feel like actually like I have these I've had the archetypes like show up pretty strong in different times of my life between the masculine and feminine so and I feel like me being more dominant in the masculine is a healthier place for me to be. Um, and these, man, these girls just like really helped me step into my masculine. Like they, we were just like chatting, talking, and they were doing some like processing and helping and like moving energy amongst each other. And I was just like observing. And then they just like all at once just like focused on me, um, like turned to me. And they're like, stand up. And so I like stood up and they're like, do you feel powerful? And I was like, no, not, I mean, not really. And they're like, well, why? And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I just, you know, so I just started like getting some, some processing or things out about why I wasn't feeling powerful. And all of a sudden, like, uh, and these girls just hold like a special place in my heart after this. They, one of them was just like, she gets like very poetic on mushrooms and it was just like 
turned into like Buster Rhymes all of a sudden. And it was just like <laughs> throwing this just like crazy poetry at me. And it was just like hitting my soul and just connecting. And she's like, close your eyes. So I close my eyes and she's like, step. Oh, no, before this. Sorry. She asked me to step forward. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, step forward. I'm like, no, I'm okay. And then that's when she started doing like all the poetry, like all these positive affirmations coming. And she's like, close your eyes. So I closed them and I stepped forward. And uh, sounds kind of weird saying it out loud, but it was just like a cool moment for me to like, just like step forward, right? Like kind of like leave these like insecurities and things behind and just like close my eyes and just like move forward, almost like envisioning like, moving past them. Um, and so that was an awesome experience. And then I didn't realize this until the next day. Um, I, I started stepping in that moment, like into my masculine. So one, one of the girls there needed some processing amongst these three. And all of a sudden I just had like this urge to just like put like my hand on her heart. And I started just like, kind of doing like the, mm, I, well, I was just doing, mm, but I was like matching kind of like her frequency of her soul or it like her heart. Are so healing. Yeah. And, and I mean, it just like unleashed some of, you know, some of the things she was dealing with. And then that after the fact, what I learned just through, you know, some information is a, a lot of those women have just been struggling and some of these things did come up that night but just with like the masculine in their life and and I was able to help me stepping into my masculine definitely like helped them and so for me that was just a great experience for me to just like appreciate myself and to understand like I am powerful and I do like have masculine to heal and help people and you know that definitely that night gave me a greater purpose in, you know, I, I want to create an environment where people can, can heal and where they can heal themselves. Yeah. And so that, that to me, that first night, yeah, I think it probably was the most powerful because it, I don't know, it's kind of like the first domino, yeah. you know? And I remember being in the, in a different area than you and like this just came up and like, I wanted to cuddle with you so bad or, like, go hang out with you. And I heard you out there, and I knew, like, important work was being done. So I was just, like, I had to selfishly hold back and not. Because I could hear everything going on, you know. Yeah. And I kind of just, like, hey, got to do my own thing. Because he's, like, doing, like, I just knew, like, something was going on. Like, and it was important, you know. Yeah. Well, thank you yeah. for that. I think also good. Well, I guess this was more the next night. So I'll save, I'll save the second. I guess not the next night. The next time we we did it so go for it so yeah that was my theme the first night was for sure masculinity i I would say the second experience or journey was good for me i definitely feel like i have a dependence on jaylen in a way um and i you know a lot of my motivations initially and i think i've talked about this I don't know. It's hard to know where I have and haven't. A lot a lot of my motivations initially were out of a fear of like losing her. And that that's like what motivated me to do things. And it was good for me that second 
well, that first night to almost realize it was, it was that like first night and second, second time, um, that I, I realized I didn't need Jalen, that I was enough. Um, and I love you. And, well, you don't need my love. You. you want my love, yeah. but you don't need me to survive. Like you'd be fine without me. And, and I do still go like back and forth, right? There are times where I do feel like I need her love. And I, I think that's life. Um, and that was just like a super healing moment that night. Just, yeah, just coming to that realization. Some, another, on that second experience, I definitely had a lot more like past life experiences. Um, seeing myself as a king. So with ayahuasca, I saw myself as like a warrior that first night. And this was a cool experience to see myself as a king. And I saw myself over this kingdom. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was just like incredible. Um, you know, just, just seeing how like powerful I am, I guess, just building on that power. And hopefully you can like fill this as I'm talking. I'm not, I don't want this to come off as like arrogant. I think I'm just sharing. Yeah, this is your experience. Keep going. That I that I feel powerful. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't want it to sound like boastful. That's yeah. anyway. Shouldn't worry if about If anyone fear. knows you, they'll know that that's not the case. Yeah. And then, then I just had like, you know, I think part of this power just started bringing me back to like connections. Um, so I've even had through like Jalen mentioned like breath work, like past lives with with Jay Lynn and I's like souls. We were different people, but our souls we were, different. were there. We had different meat suits. Different souls, meat suits. same. Yeah. So <laughs> in, in like, you know, Sparta or some like Greek Athens that time. Um, and so, yeah, anyway, just like getting back to these connections, just like a really powerful experience happened that night where Charlie, so our daughter reached... I was just seeing Charlie and Dash and just seeing like Charlie, she reached out and just like held my heart. And it was just like, I don't know, like an instant connection that I just felt like, you know, Charlie, she doesn't need my love, but my love will like help her and her love will help me. And so that was just like a great experience for me just to see, like, I need to like cherish her and just like, I don't know, like build her up. That's kind of what I was like feeling at that moment. Like really, I don't know, be that like guardian for her. So that was that was cool. And then with Dash, I was just like seeing like like on the Incredibles, Dash just like hundred miles an hour, like moving around like faster than he normally does. Like like seriously, like hyper speed everywhere, getting into things. So accurate! Oh my gosh! And then and then I was sitting sitting down and he was sitting on my lap and we were reading a book and Jalen knows when that's like the only time we can get him to hold still either like he's counting things like laying things out and counting them or you like sit and read him a book and he'll just sit on your lap and read the book with you yeah and so to me and I was telling Jalen this and I was like bawling like like oh I I need to read like more books with him I need to like connect with him during times he's not like distracted you know and so that was like a super powerful moment um and so yeah that that first night 
was just awesome to allow me to just step back into my masculine, um, to not feel like I needed to counterbalance like Jalen's masculine with my feminine, um, because that doesn't set either of us up for what we want or need or whatever you want to call it, want. Um, and then, yeah, coming back to the second night of just like the connections and the past life and the king and the king will, will be a theme as we go on, but. Yeah, so my most powerful experience, I would say my my journeys have all been really powerful. I've I've gotten really good nuggets out of all of them. Um, but my third experience was actually the night of the um portal in December, December 21st. So freaking powerful. It was like ayahuasca status. It was the craziest night of my life, and I've had some really cool experiences since then. It was like an ayahuasca ceremony. But it was it was crazy. So the so cool thing really. you'll notice if you do um, journey with plant medicine, even ayahuasca, whatever it is, there's always themes. Yeah. So my last ayahuasca ceremony, which I haven't talked about, not sure if I'm going to because it was very intense. Um, there's themes both nights. And then with our one of our mushroom journeys, there was a theme. And I would say one of the nights was just like love happiness i mean there was just a theme it was super chill and then the next night everyone was like so much healing so much like death probably the first one was more like exploration yeah don't you think like like people just like stepping into it for the first time yeah like explore you know exploring their souls is probably like a better way yeah so it's just funny because even though people will be completely separate and i would say there's there was around 10 to 15 people at on like our last three um journeys like our ceremonies and everyone still has the same experiences not the same experiences but the theme yeah is the same the theme so it's really cool i mean it just shows you um whether you believe this or not like we are all connected we are all one we literally are all connected so it's really cool to see that kind of play out play out um okay so back to my my most powerful experience was that night and I'm going to leave a little bit of detail out because it's a lot and I feel crazy even saying this out loud because it's <laughs> it's just a lot and I've never had an experience like this before. I've had some really cool experiences. You guys have heard my ayahuasca ceremony experiences and I mean some people could say I sounded crazy then and you just will never understand it until you've experienced it and then you become this enlightened being and your conscious just shifts and everything changes. So backstory. <laughs> um so the, I think the biggest thing that just sticks out to me. So, um, I was kind of just doing my thing and I just was like, Oh, I want Sonder. I want to like cuddle with him. I just like had, I just like wanted him. I just wanted to cuddle in this big cloud blanket that we had. Um, Feels so nice. I was laying there. He finally came in. I swear I manifested it. He came in, was laying on the floor and I went and just like cuddled up into him. And all of a sudden I was asked, wait, let me, let me just say that blanket is like the best thing in the entire world. It's like the fluffiest life changing. Yeah. It really feels like like a king's like fur. It's we're like sleeping on right day. now, but it's just not the same. No. Like in those experiences when we were cuddled up in it, it felt like a cloud. It felt like the best blanket ever. And yeah, we're, and we were laying on like the hard ground. It's not <laughs> like we were laying on something comfortable, but yeah. it still felt amazing. It was amazing. So, we're laying there, Saunders cuddling on me. We're literally on the floor. And I get told like, why aren't you letting go? And I was like, what? 
I'm like, why aren't you letting go? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And I was like trying to answer the question. I'm like, uh, and I, I was like, okay, hey, dig deep. Like, why am I not letting go? So I was asking like, why are you not letting go? And I say it because sometimes I don't know if it's like my higher self or my guides, like who's talking to me. I'll get there eventually, but for now, don't really know. Um, Just say a voice. So yeah, they were asking me like, why are you not letting go of your past self? And so I sat with that for a second instead of just being like, I don't know. I sat with it for a second and I was like, it's it's comfortable. It's safe. It's almost like armor. Like I feel safe, not fully letting go of my old self. And then they were like, you you have to, it's time. Like you have to let go of your old self. And I was like, okay, like I'm ready. I surrender. I'm ready to let go of my own old self. And literally they peeled me off like layers, like taking off my old self. I was pilled, like pilled. I don't know how to any way to explain it besides it just felt like a snake, like shedding its layers, but I was shedding my old self. Here's the craziest part. For 24 hours, my skin was straight up sunburnt. Like if you were to peel a layer of skin off and then it would be tender, that's literally how I felt. Mind-blowing like crazy. And that reminds me of my ayahuasca ceremony where my body physically changed during the sex healing, you know, or the, just that kind of healing process. So, I mean, this just shows you your body, like so many things can change during these ceremonies. So I felt my skin felt sunburnt for a full, like a full day. And it was the most wild experience, but I shed my layers. I shed my skin. I shed my old self. And that felt, it felt very empowering. Like once it was done, I was like, Oh, that feels good. So then me and Sondra went and got a little more comfortable in a different room. And we were just cuddled up, looking at the stars. Um, I saw a couple spacecrafts hanging out in the sky. And I was like, what? Double take, what? (laughs) Because this is all a new experience to me um, at that point. So I went to go take a poop. And Sondra went upstairs to get wipes. It's it's unfiltered. This is where it gets crazy. So hold on to your undies because this is a lot. And I feel so weird saying it out loud. It's like, I think I've told maybe like three of my closest friends about this at this point. Like people who I know love me and don't judge me and aren't going to be like, you're a crazy girl. You need help. That's how how a lot this is. Well, you already <laughs> said you went and took a poop. So it can't, so, get, can't get much more vulnerable. Okay, here we go, guys. I hope you're ready. I know this sounds insane, so I'm just prefacing. It's okay if you, like, don't accept this. It happened. Okay, so going to the bathroom. Sonner's upstairs grabbing me wipes. I get visited by beings from different from a different planet, okay? And I'm not going to share any more details than that because I'm not ready. Besides, they told me that I am one of them. I'm not human, and I'm here to do very specific work. Which like your soul. My soul. My soul is here. I signed a soul contract. Like I'm literally here to do very specific work. And I now know what that is. Um, after some really cool experiences the last several months, which I'll maybe save for a different episode, but holy cow, you guys (laughs) like, and everything made sense because they're like, and this is why you do this. And this is why you do this. And like, this is why you're sensitive to noise is because like this, this is who you are. Like this, you're this being from this different planet, this, and you're not human. And I kid you not, I just felt like for the first time, it kind of felt when it like, 
when I first left the church and I kind of felt like I could breathe again and like I could finally be who I am, I took the biggest breath and I was like, oh, I just felt like the biggest relief. I'm like, I can't, this, it makes sense. Everything makes sense. I don't have to beat myself up for having these feelings or not enjoying being a human sometimes. Like just all these different things. It all made sense. Well, and Jalen's even like, I don't know if I'd say jokes, but I just said like, I don't know, made jokes about like humans. Oh, like all, all the, the time. Past, you know, so it's like even, even I just, before this. I've felt for so long that I'm not a human, but at the same time, like I would make jokes about it, but never in my wildest dreams that I think like, oh, I'm a different being. You know what I mean? That never well, crossed my mind. And I think that's always why you've maybe manifest isn't the right word, but just, well, I'm going to use it. Manifested like that through your style and being different, like your blue hair your coral hair now. Like, I just feel like you've always done things that maybe, maybe aren't, like, safe. Or maybe just not the norm. Yeah. Or, yeah, safe. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that was an, that was an example, too. It's, like, all these, all these things are, like, you are just trying to be who you are. You're not, you're not human. I know. It's a lot. So, that's probably all I'm going to share. <laughs> I don't think really anything else happened that night. I think I sent the rest of the night, like, Holy crap. Just in awe. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple things that happened after after that. We had some really good healing experiences with us leaving and like just having some closure um, yeah. and just really appreciating our experiences that we had up there with our new connections and our new friends. And yeah, yeah and we, yeah, it was the most, the most wild night of my, of my life up to that point. I've had some really cool experiences since then, but I don't know. It felt really good and I always make jokes and... I don't, I definitely don't think my mom listens to my podcast, but that night I told Sonder and I laughed way too hard. I'm like, should I tell my mom I'm a, a blank being? And I just died laughing for like five minutes. I thought it was the funniest joke ever. You didn't think it was that funny. I, I was like, laughing, but she was like hardest laughing I've ever heard. Well, just think like, about when it. When she laughs like, hard, she's like, <laughs> but like well, so just, loud. Just think about how my parents took like me saying I left the church. And, well, like, that's what, that's why you. That's were why I was so funny. Cause I'm like, just what if I tell my parents, mom, dad, or about I your am... like miscarriage? That's more what you were saying. Yeah. No, I'm literally just saying like, if I were to tell my mom, dad, I'm an alien, even though that's not the verbiage or the being. Like, what if I'd be like, mom, dad, I'm an alien? They'd be like, what are you even ta- <laughs> like? What are you talking about? Do you need help? <laughs> I just I thought it was the funniest thing. I still think it's funny. Someone else will appreciate my joke. I thought it was I laughed. Thank yeah. you. And for me that night was more more king stuff. But when after she said that, like I feel like we kinda had a connection to like a strong connection big too. Big time. Because it was I mean what what I was taught in that moment was like I don't know. Almost like only a king could like handle Jalen. Handle. Well, that's like what it felt. It's a very rude word. You're a lot to handle. I'm not that much. Just because I have struggles with sex doesn't mean I'm a lot to handle. Okay? That's not what I'm referring to. <laughs> um, yeah. And so that that's, to me, I mean, one thing that came up, but a cool experience that came came up earlier that night was that I decided to come come back and live in a time um, where a king couldn't have a kingdom, right? And so well, to it's me... It's almost like humbling yourself and experiencing something completely different. Yeah. 
and so it was like you know yeah so for me that was like a big like whoa like and don't you feel like aha moment now that you kind of have felt that experience because i remember you telling me that you felt kind of lonely as a king like in your past life experience like yeah that came up that came up later so that came up Uh, through like a float tank session oh. oh yeah that was like one of the things that came up is like all of a sudden i was like taken back and i was just Oh, I, I didn't. Did I talk about the second night when I walked out in the snow? No. Okay, so the second night, there was like the most insane, unreal like sunset. Yeah, it was the it was the most beautiful night I've ever witnessed and in I, my entire life. Yeah, and I was like, I just need to go like walk out in the snow. And that was the winter solstice too that night. Okay, yeah, it was beautiful. That was. And so yeah, it was. So I just like stood out there and just like you know overlooked like the mountains and these just beautiful views with the the sunset and then you know flashback or flash forward to you know this third experience and um oh not third experience sorry to my float tank experience i i saw a similar view of me being like atop as like a Viking. So all my king, well, I've had most of my like king dreams have been with uh like Vikings as like a Viking. And I was just overlooking like this snow land with like this massive just like bay that's like carved out of just like these cliffs on the sides with like a city, you know, within like this bay and just like, you know, being just being like lonely um and you know just like seeing that you know my kids had died in war my wife had died to like whatever um and i was just like overlooking this kingdom and it was just like you know like being a king isn't as like great as everyone like thinks it is like all of the burdens that are taken on by like the king is like hard and lonely you know at this point so yeah, I think that's, you know, some of maybe like the insecurities I feel today of like Jalen leaving me and stuff that we've talked about, um, you know, might come from some of these like past lives. For sure. So, yeah, that was just like a cool, I don't know, all of this has just been like just wild. I mean, it just resonates with my soul. So regardless if you like think this is, weird and hokey like I'll honor that like that's that's fine but it just like resonates with my soul um and we do obviously we believe in past life and we I don't think we ever believed in that until we had experiences with it yeah and then it all made sense I mean some of the trauma I mean our beliefs now you we literally move through our lives and we carry on the trauma until we've healed from it so I mean like Sandra said we could be experiencing trauma that is not even from this lifetime so that's why it's so important to really like dig into our our trauma and our triggers and heal that because we're not only healing it for us and our past lives we're also healing it for like our kids and our future generations too so um and some context for Sonder when he says float I don't think everyone knows what float is so that's not anything to do with medicine that's completely yeah no medicine and it's just you go float in like a heavily like 18 salted, inches of water yeah salt tank 
and it's really full of Epsom salt. I don't know how many thousands of pounds. Of I think Epsom they said five hundred on the website. Well, five hundred pounds. I thought it was. And it's like in a pretty like, I don't know. I can put my arms out and touch both sides of the wall. Yeah. So. so and it's probably like seven feet long, so yeah. probably seven by seven. So yeah, you can have um, really cool experiences in there, but I just wanted to put context that that was not. And the lights are off, so it's like a, a sense deprivation like tank. So you just like float on top of the water because of the buoyancy. Lots of benefits. Yeah. Um, and then our last experience was really cool because there's also a theme. So the last experience, Sondra and I just did solo by ourselves, which was a new experience. I think that's something I kind of was like, I want to have experience with you, even though it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, like going into it. I was yeah. like, in my head, I was like, we're going to sit in front of each other and like stare in each other's eyes and have this like deep connection. But that's not what happened at all. But the cool thing is we both had the same experience or the same theme, just different experiences. So my same beings that visited me, that they shall not be named yet, um, that, that last... Um, mushroom journey they came back again and we had lots of conversations they have a great sense of humor they made fun of me literally almost the entire time every time i had to go pee and i was annoyed i had to go pee they would just laugh at me um but it was a really cool experience and i think the biggest thing i got out of it was that one of my missions is that the right word yeah purpose purpose yeah I don't know if I like the word purpose, but just one of my things that I, my sole contracts um, for being here is literally to help people become free. So just by using my words and like sharing my experiences. And I mean, that's why I've been pulled for so long to share my life, whether it was the church stuff or PCOS or my body image issues, just speaking out and talking and sharing our experiences. It allows other people the freedom to do so and it kind of breaks them out of those like chains that they're in of like what they think life is supposed to look like and what they do think life looks like for other people so that was kind of like the message that night was yeah and mine mine was similar like separate from hers so i saw like all of the financial like constructs and how that was the word I was looking for. So it, the whole theme of the night was literally about constructs. Like mine was more about like the family constructs, the marriage construct. I mean, just like not in a negative way, but like we put all these constructs on ourselves with everything. Like this is what this is supposed to look like. This is what this is supposed to look like. And a lot of like Reiki appointments I've had before have told me like you and Sondra are going to have a marriage that looks different than other people. And that's going to empower other people to like step into something different so i mean i've been that's been like a huge theme of reiki appointments and these are all different appointments with different people and so it's been crazy there's just been like a theme and like the things coming up and then i get more clarity either reiki or energy work or body talk or i mean there's just been so many cool experiences that have like brought it all back down full circle and i had a cool experience today and that literally everything just came full circle today so i was on cloud nine today (laughs) Like I can rule the world. Keep going. Feeling good. Yeah, so I, I started seeing like from the beginning of time, like people trading things. Um, and that's like, you know, how people got by it. And then I saw like a committee of people like creating like money and like and then 
you know, through kind of like the industrial age, like all of a sudden like factories and, and like all these, you know, two modern times of just, you know, like wall street. And like I'm like a, I thought I was going to be in like the stock market in college and I still like to invest in playing stocks and stuff. So anyway, I'm not saying like all wall street's bad and stuff like that. As I'm saying all this stuff, I always feel like I have to give disclaimers, but sensitive to others' feelings, I guess. Um, That's your human self. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's fine. I'm a human. Um, So, yeah, so I, I just started seeing like all of the financial constructs and then it came to like Bitcoin and like what that's doing and like, like, I mean, kind of like the... What came to me was like, Bitcoin isn't the answer, but it's better than what we have now. But just like then seeing like a world where there, there is no money and kind of like resetting things to just people being like wholesome and like good to each other. And, and like, if you follow Elizabeth April, she talks about this all the time. Just FYI. Oh, does she? Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, me and EA are on the... She talks about how money is... Like, gonna be gone eventually not to freak anyone out but that's i mean that's what she talks about she channels yeah and who and who knows if that's like in our lifetime yeah it right? could be like, a year it could be hundreds of years but I, I definitely saw like a future that looked at least like fashionably like different than than how we dress today you know so it was very just like i don't know everything was like clean and just like clear and, you know, even the people looked like, just like happy and pure and yeah. Simple. Yeah, it was like, what was that? Uh, Zetus Lapidus. What was that Disney show called? <laughs> Xenon? Xenon um, of the 21st century. And here we are. <laughs> kind of like outfits like that, but more like white and gray. So yeah. I, anyway, I don't know. But, cool. And that could be like due to inspiration of film and stuff. Cause I like that too. So more, more just like, and then it was like me just seeing today in the present day that everything is kind of just like a game and it can be like gamified. And it just comes down to people thinking big versus people thinking small. And if you're like a slave to money and debt, um, that you stay like small and how, you know, there are a lot of influences and people that want people to be that way and you know to have the control and and to me it was I just walked away feeling like I need to like break up I need to like break the constructs and like help people think bigger well I think that's why we're I honestly think that's why we're married like that is our that is what we're doing together maybe in different ways like you're gonna relate to different people than I am but like I really think that's what we're gonna do together like whether it's holding space together we're doing our own separate things. Like, I think that's going to be. Yeah. And so that was, so that was like just a cool, I agree. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. And I think it comes full circle too, to something I said before we started the podcast with, with mushrooms. I think there's a lot of negative, um, is stigma the right word? Just stigmas around mushrooms. But honestly, when you work with plant medicine and use that as a tool, it completely lets it shows you that you're in charge, like you're in control and you have the power and you create your own reality. And that is what some people out there literally don't want. Like it may not feel like it, but like a lot of people are under control 
And this completely just like blows that all out of the water. And the more people who become very conscious and enlightened, like it just, I think things are really going to shift. Yeah, I think so. So, which is very exciting. I think so. So buy some Bitcoin, even though it's crazy expensive right now. <laughs> I do. I mean, I do think there, there is a shift happening right now and just, and just people questioning a lot. Like I even, I was on an awesome call yesterday with, um, another executive at a company and just, you know, he, he just got a promotion and it, you know, kind of feels like empty. Like it, it didn't really like make him feel the way he thought it was going to make him feel, you know? And so I think people are just, and you know, he's great at what he does and you know, things like that. So it was, it was just a good conversation though between two men to just be like extremely vulnerable and talk about like our body image issues growing up. And, you know, he, he left the church like a decade ago, but, um, you know, just talking about how, you know, we have pretty similar feelings around just like that. But I mean, it's just what I'm getting at is I just feel like people are becoming more enlightened and just like asking the hard questions, connecting with their soul or wanting to connect with their soul and wondering why they're not connecting with their soul. Um, versus like, you know, the nine to five and yeah, that's what people think. Doing this, you know, that's, X, I mean, Y, Z. That's what life is, is. That's, I mean, the perception that I get when I'm young, I mean, outside of religion even, it's like you go to school, you go to college, you get in debt, you get a job, you try to get out of debt, you get married, you have kids, you stay at home, take care of your kids, the husband goes to work and slaves away. I mean, that's kind of like the reality you cook, that we... You cook me dinner, which... Thankfully, we never got to. Yeah, that's that's where our unique marriage comes in, where we're empowering other people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we just have these, it's almost like it's like a roadmap laid out for us. And when people go against the grain, it's like, wait, what? You're yeah. not home cooking or you're not doing this or your wife makes more money than you or... And I mean, if you do, if you do any of that and it brings you joy, like do it. Yeah. And I think that's where we need to be asking the questions is, is this really bringing you joy? We don't have... We do not need to be doing things or working jobs that do not bring us joy just to make money. That's a scarcity mindset. Yeah. Like 100%. I think as we continue to shift our mindset to an abundance mindset, you can, we can do anything. I mean, go find what brings you joy, live in that abundance mindset and you will attract what you need for your family. Yep. And easier said than done. Oh, for sure. I mean, it takes a lot to get out of that. Honestly, the conditioning and like that takes a lot. Well, I mean, we've been on this. We're still working through a ton. Yeah, I was going to say, we've done a ton of work, a ton of work, a ton of work. Over the last like year, which is funny. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like, I mean, when I go work at Reiki or when I do the body talk, she's like, I mean, every single person's like, you have done so much in one year, so much. Like most people don't do, it's like one thing here, you know, like we have done so much work and we're still not even close. You know what I mean? We still have so much more to do, but I don't know where I was going with that, but. Well, hopefully, I mean, we're, we're sharing this because it has helped us connect with our souls and, you know, I, I don't know what our like purposefully was in starting this podcast initially i think it was just like helping people hopefully like relate well yeah we like wanted a mixed to be... faith marriage or an, 
We want to be real and raw because people don't get to hear this very often. They don't get to hear like, oh my gosh, there's someone out there like me. Yeah. And like, those are the messages we get. I, I feel the same way. I've never heard anyone else talk about this. I mean, we get those messages all the time. So that's super important to us. We know a lot of people are not going to relate to a lot of the topics we talk about and that's okay. This isn't for everyone. Our beliefs are not for everyone. If you, I mean, I just say, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. We're not, we're just... All love and light over here. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, hopefully hopefully this was helpful. We we appreciate you sticking through this. And uh There's a really loud motorcycle that just drove by. Holy cow, yeah. Definitely <laughs> definitely got picked up, I think, on the mic. <laughs> Distraction. That's okay. It sounded like a spaceship in the headphones. Oh cool. Should we go look Ooh. should we go check it out? Yeah. They're here um, to save me. <laughs> Come save me. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I wanted to say one more thing. Sorry. Um, this we get this question so much, and it's really hard to answer. I get asked like, "Where's the website? Like, where do I go to have these experiences?" There's not a website. Unfortunately, it's illegal in certain settings. Obviously, with shamans and under the guise of like a church or a religion, like you, it's legal. But it's just, I can't just be like, oh, go to www.mushrooms.com and you can find somewhere to do it. Like, if I just don't have anywhere to send you. So here's two pieces of advice. One, find a trusted shaman, meet with them, see if you connect with them, have a conversation. And they, most shamans will know where you can have these experiences inside the U.S., outside of the U.S. There's plenty of places, honestly, everywhere. Yeah. Like, you may think that it's not going on around where you live, but I promise it is. Um, number two, there is a ton of like psilocybin, awesome, awesome groups on Facebook that you can join that talk about it. There's also awesome, um, Instagram accounts too, that talk about it, that talk about like the science and the healing behind it and how it helps with depression and anxiety and like all the good, all the good things. Like it does so much more than just heal like past trauma. It helps with so many things that were, that we're dealing with like the here and now. So, um, that's like all I can tell you. There's not a place I can send you. There's not a WWW. So, and and if you're feeling, if you're feeling like pulled to it or like intrigued about it, like I I would just say, do some research and, you know, see if it, if it's, there's some like great documentaries, there's a ton of research they're doing right now with, uh, PTSD, um, and people and seeing some like fantastic results with it. So, um, but I think ultimately if you're feeling like pulled to it, um, you know, ultimately I do feel like you can manifest, um, and, One and something percent. will happen. Like that's literally what it I always does. Like even the individual I talked to yesterday, like same thing, you well, know, with our first so, ayahuasca journey, I was literally, we watched the documentary Yeah. and I was not, I had no idea where to search. I wasn't even trying to search and we just manifested like, Hey, if an experience comes, like we would be open to it. Literally a few weeks later, someone messages me and is like, I had a feeling you might be interested in this. And then I talked to the shaman and then we were in. So, and the same with mushrooms. Like I have never searched out anything. I've never searched out half of the experiences I've had in the last six months. It's all manifesting. So when you're living in alignment to what you want and you're like, just speak it like you already have it, it's going to come. Like maybe not on your timeline that you want, but like it's going to come. So it will. 
All right, thanks for joining us. This was this is a lot. Just love us and leave us a good review. If you feel like we're crazy, just don't listen to our podcast. That's fine. Or ask us questions on Instagram and the DMs. Like I mean, genuinely, we're we're open, you know, to chatting about this and talking through it. And we don't expect anyone to like accept what resonates with our souls. We want you to hopefully connect with your souls. So. Thank you, and we'll catch you next time. See ya.